You can turn to the book of James. What a wonderful passage of Scripture we'll be reading today. James chapter 1. That's where we're going to be. Amen. We need to be in prayer for Jason and Dana next Sunday. They're going to be in Kansas. What's the name of that place again? Mulvane. South of Wichita. I know all about it, don't about it. Amen. I know where that's at. I was going through uh, Oklahoma City one night, and I drove to Oklahoma. Bobby took the wheel, and I was laying back there going to sleep. It was right before, was it Y2K or something? Bobby just knew the world was coming to an end. And uh, I laid back there. We was going to a horse show. It was the first Wednesday night church service we'd ever had at a cowboy event. And uh, so anyway, we, I was laying back there resting. And uh, Bobby said, man, you've got to get up right here. He said, I need some help on which way I need to go. And so I opened my eyes and all I seen was a great big green sign. And it said, Wichita, next right. I said, well, how much more do you need to know than that? There's a sign. So we hung a hard right. And we went to Wichita. Two and a half hours later, the sun was coming up. And Bobby woke me up and he said, hey, get up a minute. He said, you see that right there? I looked out and it said Kansas City. Well, look here, you, you'd probably laugh about that, but I didn't really know where we was going to start with. We was going to Wichita Falls, Texas, but I didn't know but what we didn't have to go through Kansas anyway. I, I mean, I lived in Stanton, Tennessee, so I, that was my mailing address, so there's no way I can know where we... I said, what's wrong with that? He said, we went absolutely the wrong way. <laughs> we walked into that Q-Mart there, and, uh, and uh, we asked them, said, is it any shortcut? And when we said that, they went to laugh. Said, you too, huh? Said, no. They told us, they said, no, you got David. They said, you got to go right back down the same road you did. So five hours was the spread time. Two and a half hours we come, two and a half hours just to get us back to where we was going to go. But anyway, we, we finally made it to Wichita Falls, Texas. We was the laugh of the whole week. Have you heard about Eddie and Bobby? They went all the way to Kansas. Amen. That's country and country. But we're going to be praying for y'all next Sunday as he goes. Amen. Give God a hand clap. Man, I'm praying they're going to have 20 souls saved on the first Sunday, and, uh, and uh, God's anointing is going to be on them, going to be with Dana, and God will sell her nerves. Amen. Amen. And it's going to be good, Dana. Your man's going to preach, and it's going to be just fine. How many of y'all believe that? Amen. And we, I'm talking about we're excited for you. We're excited for you. Amen. Amen. This, when I woke up this morning... Bed last night, I didn't have absolutely anything. When I get through today, you may say I don't did, still didn't have anything. But what I have, I give to thee. <laughs> and, uh, but when I woke up this morning, the Lord, I mean, spoke. And he told me this, this line. And I'm going to keep it short for Brother Bubba. But he told me the temptation is too great. We got empty seats this morning because the temptation was too great. I, I can't think of a thing that a born-again Christian, somebody that's been pulled out of the snare of hell's grips, done entered into God's grace and God's mercy, and how he done locked that grace in on you too. 
He just didn't give you some, and you're going to need some more later, even though mercy's a new every morning. But Brother Larry, he done locked this thing in on you. He done already sealed your name. You understand that when it said he sealed you until the day of redemption. It's almost like you just landed in this spaceship and this thing locked around you. Brother Larry was telling me the other morning as I was with him that he said, I ain't never been anything like that. He said, when they got ready to do that nuclear thing on me, they were shaking his heart out. He said, that thing just come in there and wrapped around me. Can y'all remember when the Holy Ghost locked in on you? and just put his arms around you, and he squeezed you up for Richard. Do you know what I'm talking about? And I mean, it locked you in there where Paul says, I know whom now I have believed in. I didn't believe in the church. I didn't believe in the pastor. I didn't believe in the deacons, but I believe in a Jesus Christ who bled and died for my sin. Locked in. Locked in on God. Temptation's too great. All through life, you'll be tempted with things. The Bible said there's a way that seemeth right in the man, but the end thereof leadeth to destruction. How many of y'all have ever done something that seemed so right at the time? At the time, it seemed so right, Brother David. At the time, but when you got off there, you realized, man, I just done got in a mess. How many of you ever been like me, just absolutely for sure? I mean, when I told Bobby, look here, when I seen that sign right there, I was like, man, what have you even woke me up for? <laughs> I mean, uh, when you go up here to get on I-40, y'all know the situation up here. Just because you pass that Almaco section, you very right. It does not mean that you headed to I-40 on Memphis. And what they done done now, they done, they done put some writing on the road. They done put I-40 big sign on the road. So I guess they figure, well, Ben, we ain't watching the sign. <laughs> Surely, how can they drive without watching the road? But I come to tell you, there are just as many people going down that little road even with the sign on the right and on the sign on the road, there's just as many people going down there and turning around on that gravel. It's got a sign down there when you get down there and it says, this is not the way. <laughs> Don't you know the countless folks that that right there done, done really stripped them of their pride. They done got in the car with their banana split and said, you ain't beating me. <laughs> and they done wheeled out of Dairy Queen and they in the front. And all of a sudden you behind them, all of a sudden they veer off and you're seeing the sign. You see the one on the road now and they done gone the wrong way. Don't you know the smiles it's done put on some people's faces when they own I-40 and they run in the right way and their buddy has done grabbed that other road down there. <laughs> I'm telling you this thing about knowing God. We got a deceiver. His name is Satan. And he don't mind if you almost doing right. He don't mind if you done shouted. He don't mind if you done danced. He don't mind if you done taught a Sunday school class. He don't mind if you done preached. As I was talking to a minister the other day that was trying to denounce how much the blood really meant. Try to denounce how how big Calvary was. And not only that, 
trying to denounce when my Jesus woke up on that third day. <laughs> when all the hell done counted him off. And the Bible said that the ground began to shake. And that old stone that was rolled over your Savior's door, the one that's given Bubba this peace that he has, whether I live or die, I'm in Christ Jesus. It's okay. Was trying to denounce that. Trying to tell me that everybody, some people never had a chance to go to heaven. When I know that the Bible said, for God so loved the world. I said, let me tell you something. Based on what the Bible says, if you don't change your way of preaching, there's a place in hell not for a preacher that made a mistake. It won't never show you that if they did all of them going. Not for a preacher that wasn't perfect. If that's the case, and you too. <laughs> it took just as much blood for you as did me. <laughs> if you get mercy this morning, the preacher got mercy this morning. But there is a place the Bible says for all liars and false prophets. If you decide you're going to preach, let me tell you something, you better get salvation right. It'll come through the death. It'll come through the burial. And it'll come through the resurrection. If you want to know why we worship this morning, as Brother Bobby's in my office, we were talking early this morning. If you want to know why we worship this morning, because we worship him. He said, I pray that you may know me through the power of his resurrection. We are resurrected church. We're not a church that's got a yoke around their neck. We're not a church that's trying to do all we can to make it in. We're a church that's been drawn by the Holy Spirit, believe that a Jesus paid it all. We have been redeemed by the blood of the Lamb. We are redemption church. It's what we are. We're living in that age. When you come to Christ, he sealed you. He sealed you to the day of redemption. He sealed you. He sealed you. Now, if you think that's some kind of theology you can't wrap your mind around, I'm sure there's some elementary schools right here in town can teach you about being sealed. If you just absolutely can't get a hold of it, you know, maybe we can have some kind of demonstration to help you. But I'm telling you, when he said he sealed you until redemption... That means when you stand before him, not on your merit anymore, because of the seal that he's put on your life, he's going to say to you, well done, my good and my faithful servant. Right. Now, if we was all in the shape that the doctors told Bubba he's in and saved, Bubba seemed pretty happy this morning. He really does. I'm going to say Bubba couldn't wait to get to church this morning. I'd already got a text. He wanted to sit on the front row this morning. Yeah. So see, therefore, what is it that tempts us so much? It's three things. It's the lust of the eye. Ah. Oh, yeah. Lust of the eye. The lust of the flesh. And the pride of life. 
So what the Lord woke me up this morning was with this title that the temptation is not too great, I think this would almost come along with blaspheming the Holy Ghost. If you're deciding you want to do something, don't blame it on the name of the Lord. <laughs> Have you ever been eating somebody's food and it's all you can do to get it down? And they ask you, do you like it? Is it good? Are you enjoying it? And you lie. Don't lie. I've done it. You know what's going to happen, Roy, when you lie? They're going to give you some more. You just wiggle your way out of it. Just do whatever you got to do in another kind of lie. But don't lie and tell them it's good. They'll send it home with you. They're going to make your whole family lie about it. Whatever y'all do, don't tell nobody that I've given it away. There's been several times some things was fixed, unlike what was brought to my office this morning. My goodness. I ain't going to tell y'all who she is, but... Here she come in there with all that stuff. Did you, was you still in there? Oh, my, what, Ray, that stuff was laid out so beautiful, wasn't it? I'm telling you, wasn't it, Mr. Bill? I mean, coconut cake, everything. I thought, no, you go hide that. I'm going to get to that later. <laughs> Think about going into bacon. <laughs> I said, look here. I told her, Brother Jake's on stage a while ago. I said, look, a whole lot of folks going to try to get a beautiful building. They're going to fix that building up good. Spend thousands, thousands, thousands. Go in debt fixing the building. Don't even know if anybody's going to come. I said, that ain't what you need to do. What you need to do is fix up one of these dishes like you got for me. And you care that to every business they got, and you'll spend less than $1,000, and everybody will already know that it's good, and they'll hunt your building down. That's the way it is when we're in Christ Jesus. Look at we don't need to be telling folks about how good a Jesus is. We need to be showing folks how good a Jesus is. Well, let's get on this text right here that may not have anything at all to do with what I just said. Amen. If we can get there. James 1. Let me just read until I get to 13. 13 is going to say, let no man say when he is tempted, I'm tempted of God. For God cannot tempt, be tempted with evil, neither tempt he any man. The first verse is going to start out, said James, a servant of God, of Lord Jesus Christ, to the 12 tribes that were scattered abroad, greeting. My brethren, <laughs> count it all joy when you fall into divers' temptations. Count it all joy when you get an opportunity for, for Satan himself to reel and, and rise up on you. For him to use somebody to and want to invite you to the things that you used to do. To look at the things that you used to look at. Boy, ain't she glad, Brother Colnader, to give an answer when they come and say, I, I don't know what you've heard about it or not. I don't know if the news has got you far as far as you are or not. 
But I'm going to tell you, I went to a meeting one night. Before that, he was in a driveway over at an old house right down the road. I can tell you that God's changed my life. He's changed my wonders, the things that I used to want to look at. I, I don't have that passion to look at the songs that I used to listen to. I, I don't want to listen to no more. He said, count it joy. When somebody says, I thought maybe you want to go and how I hear the story, Brother David, of so many times in the, in the big executive world. You just about going to have to be a whore and prostitute yourself out to keep your old job. Well, I'm going to tell you something, ain't no job worth that. I said, ain't no job worth that. Bible said, what's going to profit you? Ain't nothing wrong with you as a born-again believer when they lead you up to a place and you know it's a worldly place. I realize I'm talking to a few in here that's religious. I realize that done whammed up on you a little bit and said, well, it ain't that bad. I, I'm going to compare it. I, I said that the Holy Ghost speaks to you as you go up to the door. Said, look here, I need you right here. I understand that you went to that place one time. I understand you can reason why you ain't going. But today is a different day. I, I need you as a soldier right here. I, I need you as a light right here. I need you to make a stand right here. Are you going to be one to say, the temptation is too great? The Bible said, what's it going to profit a man if he gained the whole world? The whole world. Don't worry about that hand right there. That ain't the hand you're going to have in glory. I had to go up to, uh, where'd I go? Just the other day. Russellville, Kentucky, the other night to a visitation. A friend of ours, his nickname was Bulldog, Byron Borders. He was laying there. They was talking about how the funeral home did and how the funeral home didn't do. I said, well, first of all, we got to realize the border ain't, Byron ain't there. Bulldog ain't over there in that casket. It's the soul of man that's going to live forever. Your hands ain't going to live forever. Your eyes ain't going to live forever. Your feet ain't going to live forever. But praise God, we got a soul that's down inside of us, Brother Gerald, and that soul is going to live forever. He's going to put a new body around that thing. He's going to put a New feet on that thing and new hands on that thing, on that soul. He's going he's gonna to put it, that, that old body that has decayed and, and it's going dust to dust. It started off from the dust. It's going to go back to the dust. But I come to tell you this morning, the scripture tells us over in Hebrew that we got a great cloud of witnesses. They up there living. They looking down on us. They said, just hold on a little longer because help is on the way. I'm telling you, there's a heaven waiting for God's saints. And the Bible said that this world that we're living in ain't nothing but a vapor anyhow. You don't mind about that. I'm telling you the temptation. How many times in the big world, in the big money world, do people sell out their soul for a dollar? You ever thought about that man you could have won to Jesus if you had to sold out your soul? You ever thought about a witness is going to be? I can't go. I can't do it. I remember probably the only time I ever did anything right. So when I say something, I'm not telling you that I do a lot of things right. I do a lot of things wrong. That's why I had to have mercy. 
If you get down on your goodness, good luck to you. You got to be just like our Jesus that died on the cross. You got to be just like him. You'd have to have the same kind of blood. You'd have to be in God's son. Because <laughs> there ain't but one can get you in. We preached other night about that door. That was good what you sent me to. He said, I'm the door. He said, anybody that ever tried to come up another way is a thief and a robber. I'm going to tell you something. Hell is going to be full of folks with good intentions. It's going to be a whole lot of church members in hell. They're going to be screaming in hell. They're going to be fussing in hell. They're going to be hollering at daddy. Daddy, why didn't you just one time, if you just told me about hell one time, if just one time, daddy, if just one time, mama, if just one time sitting in the car, you'd have said, listen, I know we headed down there, but I got something inside of me that says we can't go. We're going to have to make a phone call. I remember being at a ball field one time. No, we was coming from Florida one time, and we was riding with these folks, and, and this fella told me, he said, now when we get home, I got to show y'all something. I, I got us some tickets to go see Hank Williams Jr. Now, Hank Williams Jr. in and of itself is no better, no worse than me. Hank Williams Jr. might have gotten saved since he wrote the song that I'm whiskey bent and hell bound. But I had a good idea. I hadn't heard about him being born again. And I hadn't heard that he was having some, some concerts singing. I heard an old, old story. How my Savior came. I just ain't heard it. I ain't been hearing Hank Williams Jr. singing songs, Stroll Over Heaven. I ain't heard it, but I do remember that he did have one whiskey bent and held out. I remember that I made it through that trip and I really didn't make no stand in that car. Why didn't I? I God should have took my life right there. That's what I deserved, him take my life for me not making that stand in that van. Oh yeah, I'm preaching to you. <laughs> It's rough on me too, just in case. <laughs> it's burning me too. You hear me? We were at a ball field and the Lord said, today's the day you go over and tell them you can't come. Today's the day. I remember walking over to that deal and I said, I need to talk to you, man. And I said, I know next Thursday night you got them tickets. And I know you'd invited us to go. And I, I want to tell you that your thought that you would include me in is fine. But I'm here to tell you that I ain't coming. And I ain't going. I will not be there. My family won't be there. We're not going. He said, well, I don't know why. He says, because I don't see nothing wrong with it. Well, I want to tell you something. The Bible said, he that thinks he's standing to take heed lest they fall. Now, I'm not telling you this because I'm anything. Because tomorrow, I may need y'all that are spiritual come back and put me back up where I'm supposed to be. But I will tell you that that man that invited me to do that was in church at that day. And today, he goes nowhere. You ain't no match for hell. Don't be making me religious deals and using God when you really want to get out of what God's got purpose for you, what God wants you to do that. And don't, don't you be telling me that God is going to understand. The reason why his mercy has to be new every morning is because what God really requires is holiness. You won't ever break that down nowhere. 
We can talk about his grace. And I'm going to tell you something. I'm a preacher of God's grace because God's grace is what saved me. We can, amen, give God a hand clap. We can talk about God's mercy because God's mercy, if it didn't come every morning, because I still have sin. The Bible said if you say you hadn't got none, you're a liar and the truth ain't in you. You make the word a lie. But God's standard is be holy for I am holy. It seems like, I'm going to tell you how low down we are. It seems like after God redeemed us and we can read in a book that we've got heaven done. He sealed us, it's done, it's over. No, 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 no. You just sing out to the devil every day if you want to. He come threaten you, just sing that song to him. Just go through the house. My, my mama used to do that. La-di-da-di-da, la-di-da-di-da. There's a name above all other. What a lovely name. She couldn't think a lot next. La-di-da-di-da. So really, if you've got a struggle knowing who Jesus is in your life, knowing how powerful he is, knowing how good he is, knowing how great he is, knowing what his plan is, when that devil comes to you, haunting you, you just need to get you a spiritual song. That's right. Na, 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 na. Na, 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 na. Hey, hey, hey. Goodbye. La, da, da, da. La, da, da, da. Hey, hey, hey. I'm going home with Jesus. In the twinkling of an eye, well, I made my reservation for a mansion in the sky. I may not know the moment, nor may not know the day, but I know that I'll be leaving when he calls his church away. Well, the captain of the vessel, he's a calling to get on board, and the destination's heaven, safe on that crystal shore. Well, there we'll meet our Savior and our loved ones who have gone. And there to live for eternity. Thank God I'm a going home. I'm a going home with Jesus in the twinkling of an eye. I made my reservation for a mansion in the sky. I may not know the moment, nor may not know the day, but I know that I'll be leaving. I don't run out of breath. I got to go to the gym next week. I run out of breath. So I can eat more. I tell Bible, I, say, I don't I don't go to lose weight. I just go so I can eat more. Boy, we ain't even getting. Count it all joy. Count it all joy when to fall into a temptation. So I don't know what we're gonna do. He said, count it joy. You finna get to be a witness. Says, sir, I just won't call you back. I was gonna send you a text. I thought about an email, but I need you to hear my voice. I ain't coming. I got to thinking about my Jesus. I got to think about the cross. I got to think about the blood. I got to think about that resurrection morning when that ground shook and my Jesus son come and got me. I got to think about 10 years ago when I needed nobody but Jesus, when a man like you couldn't have helped me and he wrapped his arms around me, I got to think about a knife when, a night when I didn't know where my daughter was. Look here, and I ain't with nobody but you that wrapped your arms around me. Look here, you done brought her back. She's going to be getting married in a few days. She's probably going to be having me some grandchildren. I got to think about you, sir. You ain't done been in my life all this time. And if I done made it me and Jesus that long, I believe... Uh, that's diligent seeking after him. Choose you this day, Joshua said, told the folks. He wasn't just talking to anybody. 
I'm about to quit here sometime. I know, Bubba. But they done brought him. David, we've been studying in our Sunday school lesson. They done run up. You talking about in a jam, it wasn't nothing but water. They was in a jam. That's right. Pharaoh was coming. God didn't put a pillar up there. A fire. They couldn't get through the fire. They couldn't get through it. Moses didn't have a staff in his hand. Yeah, a stick. Look here, God said, Moses, that's about all you've had. You didn't even have that. I've been in jams in my life. I didn't even have that. I'm talking about all I had was some tears. All I had was poor pills for me. God, I just don't know why. I don't know why. Lord, it's so bad. I don't know why. I don't know what I'm going to do. Shoot. He said, Moses, see that stick you got? I want you to stretch it forth. All them folks was behind him. Joshua was going to talk to him in a few minutes. Look, I'm just trying to tell you what kind of jam they was in. They was all finna be slaughtered, just like, just like dogs, just like animals to the slaughter. They was all going to be like sheep to the slaughter. Bible says that. Said so we're like sheep to the slaughter over in Romans. What is it? Eight, or eight, eight I think it was. It says, no, we're not. You're not like sheep to slaughter. You ain't never been like a sheep to slaughter. But the Bible says, no, nay. But we're more than conquerors in Christ Jesus who done gave his life for us. We're not like sheep to slaughter, neither were they. God told Moses, stretch your rod, Moses. That's, that, 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 that ground you're standing on is ground I done made. Look here, them waters opened up. Those folks got a cross. <laughs> Just like a lot of us. And waters opened up, didn't it, Brother Benny? And waters opened up. I remember the first time I went with Brother Benny down there for chemo. I remember. I remember the lady talking to him. I remember the first time. I ain't forgot it. I ain't forgot when I look around here and I see that you sitting there, Chuck, and the other day you was there, seemed like you was having some hard trouble. I ain't seeing that ain't nothing but a miracle that you sitting right there. Those things that we're going through, I, it's the same God that we was pulled off on the side of the road down there by Larry Fifth Place one day, crying like a baby, the same thing. God's the same yesterday, today, forever. I'm serving a God that don't ever change. And because God has been so good to us, and because he's a God of never changing, because the book says, <laughs> God parted the waters and they walked across on, on dry ground. You hear me? They just walked. They didn't even have to have no four-wheel drive. Water was there. Dry ground, they walked. Got on the other side. Here come the enemies. Look here. And the water just caved in on them. Killed them all. This man named Joshua. He said, uh, if he was preaching this morning, he said, I tell you what, before y'all leave today, y'all need to make a decision who you're going to serve. You would think, you would think if he done brought us through the water like that, through the flood, on dry ground, done done that kind of miracle, you would think you wouldn't have no problem. Them folks, they'll be in church every Sunday. I'm going to tell you something. They went right back to reprobate just like there was before. And Joshua said to them same people, he said, choose you to stay. 
whom you're going to serve. Amen. That needs to be our motto today. Choose you this day. I don't care if somebody, you make up your mind what you're going to do. I understand you don't want to do what I'm doing. But you need to understand that I can't do what you're doing. I'm a child of the king. God's grace and mercy is coming to me. He's performed miracles in my life. I'm a miracle being here today if it ain't up for salvation. Amen. I'm going to think, you, you think you ain't doing good today for the fact that you still one standing, sitting in a church house. You're in here today Will you save lost for the fact that we in here today, Brother Colin Naylor, me and you in here. And Charlie got saved at a Dairy Queen. It happened. At a Dairy Queen. We done went down to Ripley to pray for somebody. And Charlie done messed up in the Dairy Queen. <laughs> Sitting right up there by the banana split and everything. He said, I'm just going to tell you, when y'all were down there praying for them folks, I'd worried about me. I said, what? He said, I'd worried about me. I said, well, son, ain't no need to worry about it. What long? Look at tears come, went coming out of Charles Elrod's eyes. Look at, and the Holy Spirit done run off in the Dairy Queen. <laughs> For the fact you in the church house today, you know what that tells me? Whether you saved or lost, the Bible says you ain't gone so far that my arm. Come on. Hey. You ain't, you won't, you, you won't never go so far that my arm can't reach where you at. You won't never get so far that my, that my ear is not attentive to what you need. Look at, I formed you from the dust of the ground. You was beautifully and wonderful made and I care about you and I love you. We got to go on. So count it all joy when you fall into divers temptations. Joshua told him, said, choose you to stay whom you're going to serve for, for me and my house. We done already made up our mind. Yeah, right. yeah. Bible said it'd be like a, it'd be like a, a dog for somebody to say that they were saved at one time to change courses on God after God done been good. He said it'd be like a dog, go back and lick up his own vomit. It's just like a hog when you want to carry him to the Mid-South Fair. And you clean that hog real good, don't you, Leon? You know where I'm going, Leon? You clean him real good. Ray, I mean, you clean that hog real good, can't you, Ray? You can put a ribbon on him that you done won the year before. You can have him all pink and whatever little bit of thin hair he's got on his back. But if you let out a gate back in the back and there's a mud hole, I'm going to tell you what the hole's going to do. The hole's going to go jump right in the mud hole because why? He's a hole. But when I think of the goodness of Jesus and when I think of what he's done done for me, my soul wants to shout hallelujah. Thank you, Lord, for saving me. <laughs> I got to get done. Amen. We, we're going to go. We're going to go, how you doing, Bubba? You doing okay? You got five more minutes, you stay? Okay. Let me just go on to this verse. We'll finish that other. Let no man say when he's tempted, I'm tempted of God. I'm going to tell you something. When your prayer life ain't there no more, 
Now, I'm saying prayer life. I ain't saying when you ride down the road, when I go to work in the morning, while I'm listening to the radio, while I'm texting, I have my quiet time with the Lord. I'm talking about you set aside some time. See, God's a jealous God. Now, he, I'm sorry, he, he won't let Tammy Wynette come in that time, <laughs> nor George Jones. He, he, he wants that time. I'm talking about where'd that time go? Where's the time you used to sit and read your Bible? I'm talking about study to show you self-approved. Where, where's that time at? Where's that time that you was going to be a witness? You was going to make sure you witnessed at least one somebody today. Reading God's Word done gone. Witness done gone. Praying's done gone. You ain't got no instruction no more. <laughs> Sister Tinker, I had to change some doorknobs for the other day. Brother Bobby, I got there. And I thought, well, this ain't going to take about 15 minutes. She ain't got the five doorknobs. <laughs> ain't no screws in that thing nowhere. Man, I'm a contractor. Bubba, I said, how in the world did you get this crazy thing off? Oh, I done run over with all my pride. Mr. Contractor like, I got this bad boy. Ain't that the way we do life? We healthy today. We got it. Get back. Let me at it. All of a sudden, you know what? That's good for Mexico. That's what builds faith. That's what builds the character of a person. Is when you run up on something. So wait a minute. It's a little different. I never dreamed they was going to change the way they make doorknobs. All of a sudden, I said, you might need to Google this thing. <laughs> I got one off. Dead boat or something. I said, oh, now I'm seeing a little out of range. Got to take that front off. That's okay. What's the other part? She comes out with some kind of crazy tool. She said, wait a minute, I may have that tool. When I got that tool, the doorknob wasn't no problem. See, when you got some instructions, Come on, you got that rule book, yes. <laughs> there ain't no need you not being happy today. There ain't no need you not having joy today. They ain't on the, ain't, look here. There was no change in his mood the other day, Cindy, after that doctor come in and told him we were still a smile on our face. You reckon you just need a, you reckon we just need to get saved around here? It was no change. To, to live as Christ, but to die as gain. That's word. To live is Christ. Paul says, if I'm in Christ, I'm in Christ whether I live or die. And then Linda says, but to die is gain. I, I remember, I remember one night, I, I, I broke one of these chairs plumb down. I mean, I mean, those things ain't that strong. And what I was preaching about was, is I told Diane, I said, if we had him on the interstate, and I'm laying in that ditch. <laughs> and, and they bring those things over there. You know those things they rub together, you know? And they shock you. I said, they got one time. I said, but I'll tell you what, and I jumped up in that chair. And I went to jumping up and down. I said, but let me tell you something. If it don't work that first time, 
Look here, tell them, get them things back because I'm going in the portals of glory. I went to jumping up and down that chair. I remember running over and I, I seen something out of my peripheral vision. I had one then. <laughs> that chair done been broke. Come down. Cost me $37.50 plus tax. You ain't ready to live. Is your living for Jesus because he don't hold a spirit in there? What about when life cranks it down? If you're going to bail off out over some little something, what about when life really gets rough? Boom. Boom. The chair falls over. What are you going to do then? I'm going to tell you what you're going to do. You're going to fall apart. You ain't going to have no stability. You're going to get some kind of medicine to make the rest of your life. You're going to die and you're going to go to hell. Let me tell you something what Jesus said, and we're going to close right here. He said, this peace that I give you, this peace that I give, he said, the world ain't got it in no bottle, and they ain't got it in no pill. That peace that I give Bubba, that peace that I give him, the world don't know nothing about. Let me tell you something, it ain't about me. I want to share something to you. It ain't about you either. It's about him. He to choose you to stay who I'm going to serve, and you need to get to serve him. This morning, I wonder as they play the invitation, me and this man that the world done told him he's dying, 